Welcome to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hey, Chris, how's it going? Hey, Sam, how are you doing today? Good, good. Bit warm, though. It is. It has been quite warm um, and quite humid. But yeah, um, yeah but no, it's all good. I I hate people that go, oh, I hate I hate it being so hot. I hate it being so hot. And then in winter, it's so cold. I hate being cold. I'm like, nah. At least I'm consistent. I love the heat and I really don't like the cold much. They need something to talk about. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Is it a human thing? Do we Are we born needing to whine and moan? Yes. <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> yeah, all well, kids whine and moan, don't they? Oh, well. They sure do. Yeah. Oh, Big well, kids you... and little kids alike. <laughs> Big kids and little kids alike. Agreed. So what have you been up to? I know you've had a long day. And thank I have. you for turning up and sorting out all the, the, the equipment today. And um, even with the false starts that we've had. And, and you know, I know you've ordered a few things recently. And the fact that um, you tried really helps. You know, despite I... the fact that you've screwed these orders <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I like ordering cables that don't fit anything that we need. You know, and, I've got this collection of cables. And cards with a spelling mistake in the email address. Hey, you okayed that. Uh, I okayed that. You okayed I the proof as well. Either. So. Yeah, but anyway, it's it's just, I had to share it's that one with of our weeks. listeners because that's quite funny. I mean, poor old Sam comes in and he goes, uh, do you want the good news or bad news? Good news, these cards we needed uh, have arrived, business cards. Uh, the bad news is spot the spelling mistake. And to be fair, I read the whole card like three times. I mean, I can't see the spelling mistake. And he goes, there's a letter missing out of the, the um, domain name and the email address. Yeah. So, yeah. waiting on some more cards to turn up. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Then he goes, but I am excited. I've got this new cable and it'll allow us to do this. And he gets it out and it won't plug it. It only plugs into one thing, not the other thing. <laughs> yeah. those so. one end's male and it should be female or something God. It's all right. Sort it out. And of course, me being me, I couldn't tell the difference between the male and the female, or I get them mixed up, or whatever. That just speaks volumes on its own. On its own, really. That's life in general, isn't it? That's what I mean. Yeah. <sighs> Sadness. Anyway, moving on for today's episode. Um, now we gave away coffee last week. Yes. But, or did we? Did we not? We've we've given. Well, this is episode twenty, and in episode eighteen and nineteen. All right, yeah, we have given right. away coffee in both episodes, but right. for episode eighteen, yeah, which is the one that's live, nineteen's not out yet. We're still waiting on some comments from some people, right, to win so, some coffee. Vouchers sitting there, people. Go back to eighteen and check that out. Have a listen. Listen. A bit of a clue is uh, leave a comment about a museum that you visited. Comment about a museum. Maybe we just aren't hitting those highbrow people with this podcast that go to museums. Maybe no one in Hamilton, apart from me, has been to a museum. Maybe no one wants coffee. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You want the coffee from Urge. I'm telling you right now, if you drink coffee, you want the coffee from Urge. If you don't drink coffee, you probably want the hot chocolate because it is pretty damn good. In fact, we used to do um, – Ty used to, uh, was one of the trainers with us, and he designed – the man shake. He called it the man shake. And what, what, what's in the man shake? <laughs> it was an iced coffee um, with, um, what do you call it? Um, sh- whipped cream, cream whipped on cream. top um, and a flake stuck in it. Okay. Sounds interesting. And he called it the man shake because he was a big, burly um, Samoan boy. Man shake. Very good. 
It wasn't so, on the ref- recipe. It wasn't on the menu on the board. But if you went into Urgent said, "I want a man shake," they knew what you what you meant. It was awesome. So we're giving away vouchers this episode. Yes, we're doing. Just leave a comment. Seriously, leave a comment on the show notes. Yep, show notes, Facebook page. Show no- yeah, tweet show notes us. or Facebook page or tweet us. That'll be great. Any one of those, and you get be the first one to do it, and you get a. Vouch for two coffees at, or two hot drinks of your choice, at Urge, at Urge in Victoria Street in Hamilton. Woohoo! Thanks, Urge. Very good. Okay, so what else have you been up to recently? I managed to get some free ice blocks the other day, randomly. We're not giving those away, are we? No, but I got some free ice blocks. <laughs> I ate them. <laughs> no, I was, at, I was at the lake and uh, got an ice block each, me and my daughter, and uh, went up to the little kiosk thing there at the end. Uh, next yeah. to the cafe and the woman came up and she's like oh yeah that's okay that's uh four bucks i think it was and um the fpos machine wasn't working and she picked it up and she goes oh the plug's fallen out and i was like oh okay and uh, i started joking about how it's like the worst placement ever for a plug on a machine and i just kept going on about it and then she just looked at me and said you know what don't worry about it they're on me i said what are you sure she goes yeah don't worry about it i was like sweet so uh yeah free ice blocks for me Woo-hoo. um Restores your faith in humanity. It does. That's cool. That's cool. But I mean, you know, you've you've shared that now. Um, I think when you do those little things for people, it, it comes back and around, and you know, the karmic's wheel keeps turning. That's about as woo woo as you get. Am I making noises with my feet now? Yeah, probably. Okay, I'm gonna kick. Every my time I edit off. a podcast, there's some weird sound. I know. I and I have to try still. and I have to try and work out what it is and <laughs> remove it. I've Actually, got my the, jandals on, and I think I'm clicking my jandals. The, the last podcast, the I, I don't know what it was. It was a weird clicking sound, and I couldn't work out what it was. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, my bung hand is yeah. now on a soft cast. Oh, I thought that looked a bit different. Yeah, yeah. So instead of the hard shell cast. Is that like wetsuit material? It is wetsuit material. She mm. said, you know, it's nice and warm and humid. Why don't you wear wetsuit material all over <laughs> your wrist and hand? Yeah. Like, cool, brilliant. That'd be awesome. Thanks, thanks, Kelly. Thanks a lot. But I, I do have to say, Kelly, down at the uh, Lisa Hansen Physiotherapy Clinic there, she's she's awesome. She's doing really well. Excellent. So, so good, good place to go, particularly if you've got a hand problem. Right, now, um, I wanted to talk a quick, quickly a little bit about a few things that are happening on... The crowdfunding thing, because we mentioned, I think it was in the last episode, might have been the episode before. Could be. It's in the notes. It's in the uh, notes. <laughs> when we talked about um, what we do in the shadows. Yeah, that was in episode 18. It was, yeah, episode before last, right. Okay, so we mentioned that they had launched this thing and they weren't hitting their numbers, but um, as of, well, a few days ago anyway, they were at the right place. They really? Had, uh, they were a third way through and they were at a third or something. I forget what it was, but they caught up on the numbers. Um, so I'd been talk- I've been talking to Kat quite a bit, obviously, um, about the crowdfunding as we're working on our book. So we've been keeping an eye on this. And, um, yeah, she goes, oh, yeah, they've, they've caught up with the numbers. They're back on track, but she hadn't had time to figure out why. And then... So much cool stuff happened in the last week with crowdfunding, and I don't think she's had a chance to go back. Have you heard about the Yeasty Boys thing? I saw it pop up randomly, um, yeah, on Facebook feed. And so what do you know about it? Uh, they are a independent craft brewer, from yep. what I understand, and they have crowdfunded their... Um, you're going to tell me what the actual term is? Expansion into the UK. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, that's uh, what they're doing. So that, 
is an interesting business model, and it, it, it makes a lot of sense. I didn't know this cat filled me in just yesterday, actually. Um, and so uh, their business model is they, they've created the beer, but they don't actually have a brewery, and they rent brewers, brew space in oh, a right. brewery. Okay. So they rent free capacity from a brewery, which makes a lot of sense. You don't have that startup capital. You don't have to buy a brewery. Um, and they had done so well, I believe, if, if I'm quoting correctly, um, that they actually were using up to 50% of this brewery that they were using their capacity. You know, they started off at yep. you know, a little bit and that's yep. just built and built and built. Awesome. So they, but it also means that they can get their recipe or the yeast or whatever, however it works, and I don't know, um, in different breweries. So yep. they've done it in different countries. Yeah. And awesome. gone there and said, we want to make, uh, 10,000 bottles of this stuff and they'll do it and sell it in the local market there. Yeah. And it's gone really, really well in the UK. So they decided to do a, um, uh, a thing where they, um, joined with the, uh, Brewdog in the UK, which is a big equity crown funded, um, Brewery over there. So Yeasty Boys had a equity crowdfunding share. So this is where you're buying shares in Yeasty yes, Boys that's the by the crowdfunding. Um, and it's got a minimum, maximum amount that they have to do. And from memory, it was like the minimum is 150000 They had to do at least 150000 to go through. Maximum was uh, half a million. Um, and your minimum input, the minimum you can put in there is... 500 bucks, right? And I think the maximum was 50,000 or something ridiculous like that. But, um, yeah, something like that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they sold half a million within how long? Do you know? It was a short period of time. Half okay. an hour. Oh, half an hour. <laughs> Excellent. I mean, if you're going to do a big crowd, I believe it's half an hour. If you're going to do a crowdfunding, you know, why wait this whole 15 days? Why not sell out in the morning that you're doing it? And that, that just cuts. A lot of the time that you've got to do, down. Yeah, just smash it out. <laughs> so that, well, uh, well done to the Easty boys. It's that simple. Yeah. And then the big thing about this, so the, the key that makes this interesting to me anyway, is that these aren't uh, investors that they're going after. These are their fans. These are the people that drink their beer, like their beer. I mean, there may be one or two investors in there that are purely more commercial, but yeah. was pitched at the people that like the beer. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. It's so good. yeah, so that was uh, big, uh, big, big news for New Zealand. It's it's the fastest equity crowdfunding in the history of the world at this point. Excellent. Yeah. So good stuff. Well done, boys. Anyway, what have you got for us? Oh, I went to the um, I went into the hellhole that is uh, also known as Mill Street Pack and Save the other day. <laughs> um, is it? Should I be doing the? Rant time. No, 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 no. It's not a rant time. No, no. Uh, okay. You can pause that for a second. No, it's just, um, it's, I think it's one of the most rugged pack and saves in the country. Every time you go in there, it's full of eccentric locals and weird, It, it was weirdos. my local, you know, it was the nearest shop to me um, years and years ago when I was living yeah, in the town. And yeah, it's a bit. I just happened odd. to go there because I was on that side of town and I'm in there and uh, I'm at the uh, self serve pay. Um, kiosk thing right. and I'm buying like five items that's all good and then I hear the woman next to me just nutting out going what's going on ah, ah, stupid machine ah, stupid machine <laughs> and she starts swearing and stuff and I sort of turn to my right and she's freaking out because basically she's got so much stuff piled up on the little uh, scaly thing yeah, yeah scaly thing that it can't register anymore and the pack and save worker comes over and she says oh look I'm sorry but um, 
the maximum's 12 items. Like, you've got more than 12. And I turn around a bit further, and she's got a trolley with about 50 items in it. And she starts nutting out. She's like, oh, I'm going to have to do a transaction every 12 items then, won't I? Yeah, I guess so, if that's how you want to do it. Just go through a checkout. Was I, I honestly, I didn't know there was a limit. There's a sign that says 12 items or less, and then the pack and save lady... Do you know if it's the same with the countdown up here? Uh, no, I just went through. It doesn't say anything at the countdown one. Yeah, no, I didn't think so. Because I go to countdown all the time because it's around the corner from my yeah, place, yeah. obviously. And I, I, often, I pretty much always use that self-service thing, and um, I've never th- had... I've never thought about how many items I've got. I just well, there's go only there. so much it can register as yeah. you put on it. And yeah, that makes sense. But she, everything she was buying was like weird size, like a huge sack of dog food and then a tray of eggs and all this other random stuff. Good times. <laughs> fun, fun, fun. And the only other thing that happened to me this week was uh, I pulled into work and my boss started talking to me and my boss has possibly the world's greatest radio voice. Doesn't work in radio. Oh, but, yeah. And when he rings you up on the phone, he talks like this. I can't even do it, actually. So deep. And he, I pull up to work and he goes, I need to talk to you. And I went, okay, that's cool. Two things. Number one, you haven't filled in your timesheet yet. And I was like, okay, sweet, I'll do that. And the second thing, and the thing is, when you talk to people, now I know a little bit about technology and stuff, but when I'm talking to other people and they're trying to explain it to me, I sometimes act dumb because I don't know where the conversation's going. So he says to me, hey, you know that thing online? Uh, linked, uh, linked, uh, linked something, and I'm just going, uh, uh, not really sure what you're getting at, you know, linked, uh, linked pulse, oh, I said, oh, LinkedIn, yeah, yeah, that's the one, every time I log in, it pops up with your big ugly head, (laughs) and it keeps wanting me to add you. <laughs> Sorry, I'm losing. I've, <laughs> I've seen your face about five times now, and I don't know why. He, and I said, "Oh, well. okay." I think I'm under control now. That's hilarious. So I said, "Oh, well, somewhere along the lines, we must know some similar people." And it's thing he goes, "I don't know, but." I'm not adding you. <laughs> and I was like, okay, cool. Good story. See you later. Oh, man. Oh, the funny thing is, like, the thing, I'm, I'm crying here. I'm crying here at the moment. That's terrible. Um, <laughs> the funny thing is, I've, I've been spending a lot of time, as, as you know, um, on, on putting together a, a LinkedIn course. And it's yeah. specifically for, for real estate uh, professionals. And, and the reason for that, and just as I digress, but I, I just wanted to explain why, is that uh, there's a lot of information about how to uh, do your LinkedIn to get a job. Because that's what most people are interested in, getting a yeah, job definitely, or, definitely. or contracting job or whatever like that. And then there's a, a bunch of stuff on how to use LinkedIn to get sales. But all the sales ones are pretty much, you know, finding the people in your industry that you're going to sell to and how to get through the gatekeeper and all that sort of thing. Um, but real estate is quite different because your prospect could be any role, any industry. What's really determining them being your prospect is that they want to buy or sell in your local geographic area. And there's nothing out there that does that. So I've been working on that quite a bit. And so I've been immersed in this world of LinkedIn. And you get to the point where you just think it's so obvious and everybody knows about it. And then you get a yeah. story like that. And I'm just... I'm it's quite interesting because... Glad I'm, my bladder wasn't full when yeah, you told yeah. me that. Well, obviously, <laughs> I've been, obviously, I've been talking to you about LinkedIn. And I've been looking at my profile and how it's set up and stuff. 
And over the last week, I've had maybe two or three extra people try and add me on it, and yeah, mm. it was good. And it's um sort of people we know. It's sort of weird. It's just weird timing that it's all happened all at once. Yeah, well, as soon as you start doing anything on there, it will um, start making other things. That's funny. I've never seen the Angel of Death. No, no, that's like a, that's a little program that tells me when something crashes on my laptop. Oh, wow. That or, cool. or it tells me how long something loads. That's right. Don't worry about it. Yeah, anyway. Um, so, um, yeah, uh, as soon as you start tinkering with your LinkedIn, it starts showing up on all your friends' feeds and people that might know you and their connections. So that's sort of a self-fulfilling yeah, prophecy in yeah. a way. It, it makes things uh, people connect up. So that's that's cool. Right. Um, I'm just going to have a quick look. What else was going to say? Oh, yeah. So one of the things I was wanting to mention this time, we're about halfway through, so I think we've got a bit of time for it, is podcasts. So in the last episode, I started singing. I know you hated it, but... No, no, it's good. <laughs> and the reason I started singing, and I have, I had to, I have to apologize. I'm sending out, a, I sent out a tweet to the, the guys sort of saying, hey, I don't want to copy your stuff. But it's the fighter, the sorry, the fighter and the kid podcast, and it is the one podcast I think I'm addicted to, literally addicted to. Like, I have a number of podcasts, and I thought we'd share some of the podcasts we listened to. That, that was the idea, but I'll just talk about this one first. Um, all the other ones I listen to, I'm I'm pretty much trying to get something out of. It's not so much entertainment as edutainment or you know educational stuff. Um, but the fighter and kid, there ain't no education there, bro. <laughs> it is dirty as poo-poo. And um, as Brian was say, says at the beginning of every podcast, and uh, it's, it just has me cracking up and laughing every time. So you, you've listened to it. You don't. I've, I have only listened to the one episode. And oh, it was, right. it, it was that. It was good, but it just didn't grab me. So I'm going to have to, I'm going to give it another go. Yeah, I, I don't think it's for everyone. Don't get me wrong. I don't I don't even believe that I like it as much. They do talk about dicks far too much. Okay. That's... As in as in the anatomy thing, not okay. as an idiot. It's a very blokey very or, blokey yeah, thing. Blokey sort of and, and they've said in, in a couple of episodes where they go, um they get freaked out when they get uh tweets or whatever from women. Oh, right. and they're like yeah. what what women listen to the show? Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Which yeah. I'd, I'd be the same but yeah i love i love their stuff so much and um so yeah that was where that rant time little uh song came from was a direct uh plagiarism from them but hey it's you know copying them is is a sign of is a compliment that's what they should look at it as <laughs> yeah that's what they should do yeah absolutely so which uh one of your favorite uh podcasts at the moment um I change between a whole bunch of them and sometimes listen to them and then sometimes just don't listen to them. I listen to The Bugle quite a bit. The Bugle? Yeah. So uh, it's John Oliver. Oh, really? And Andy Zaltzman. And this oh, is what cool. they were doing. They've been doing it for like years now. And um, obviously John Oliver just phones in now from America. And it's a, uh audio audio newspaper for a digital age, I think they call it. And they basically, but is it is it um, what do you call it? Sarcastic? Yeah, satirical. Yeah. Satirical. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. word I was looking for. Yeah. So it's it's quite funny. It's got some really funny bits in there. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm going to have to check that out. So check them out. Um, what else? Yeah, I I've 
two of my staples that I listen to for a long time now, and I have to give a shout out to because um, there's the I Love Marketing podcast with, with Dean Jackson and Joe Polish. Um, the content is fantastic. It's like awesome content, but some of their um, production stuff, the recording quality, recording quality can, is, leaves a bit to be desired. Uh, yeah, I mean, but the, the content's good. Yeah, the last one I listened to, they were driving in a car. And there was a few things that, you know, oh, my God, it's raining now. That's why you can't hear me very well and stuff like that. So recording quality is not flash, um, but the content's just fantastic. Those guys are great. One thing that's been annoying me with these podcasts, especially the marketing ones lately, is just getting on my nerve because they all say it, taking it to the next level. Oh, man. It just seems a bit generic because the next level could be just anything. Yeah. It's annoying me. And they're oh, all saying it. Dude, when I worked at uh, Telecom, um, yeah, th- you had those things that came through, um, those sayings. So I remember, this is quite a while ago, but every executive started parroting the stuff and I just read um, John Collins uh, from Good to Great. I think it's John Collins. Okay. And uh, yeah, you read that and like, okay, the executive team have all read this because they're using all the little euphemisms out of this book yeah, and yeah. all their speeches and all their talks for like six months. It was... Uh, uh, but the other one I wanted to mention, uh, one of my staples, is the School of Great, Great uh, the School of Greatness with Lewis Howes. Lewis Howes is awesome. I um, came across him actually from um, Creative Live when he did a, uh, a thing on creating an internet business, and uh, fantastic. So I started following him on a few different things. But yeah, his uh, podcast, The School of Greatness, man, I just listen to that every week. That's just that's awesome. Excellent. What about you? Uh, nah, heaps of little random ones. Uh, yeah, nothing else worth mentioning. I don't think looking at this. Well, the smart passive income you put me onto. Yeah, I, I do quite like this American Life with their different stories every week. Yeah, because you put me onto a couple of their uh, stories. Yeah, so they have a theme and then they have three or four stories uh, every week. That's pretty good. Yep, uh, um, it's entertaining. Yep, Smart Patterns of Income, Pat Flynn, he is really good. There was a great one recently, um, oh. how to get a business, for, um, create a million-dollar business in 12 months. Oh, I haven't listened to that one yet. Dude, you have to because there's a thing that is uh, goes oh. – part of the thing in it, he says, the guest says, there's three stages of business. There's the grind where you're just trying to grab a sale. There's the growth where once you've got those sales coming in, you add other products to the same uh, person, and then there's the gold, and that's where you've got a bunch of sales coming in, and all you're doing is maximizing those sales and making sure that customers yeah. reorder and all that sort of stuff. He, he Brilliant. Actually, he actually had an episode um, a while back, and it was uh, titled Crucial and Common WordPress Mistakes and How to Avoid Them. Oh, really? And he spoke to this guy called Dan Norris, and he runs a company or is co-founder of a company called WP Curve. And they provide ongoing support for WordPress users. And he was really knowledgeable. And the thing is, he's based in Australia. Their company's based in Australia. They charge $69 a month, I think it is. And they'll answer, they'll, they'll do real small jobs on your WordPress site or answer questions for you. Oh, wow. And that's their whole, their whole system. And he talks about a few different things on there. And the other one that was really good on there was um, how to get paid for your ideas and he spoke to this guy who's a best-selling author called Stephen Key he's licensed over 30 different ideas including the Teddy Ruxpin doll in the 80s the little NBA 
um, backboard that you could stick to the wall anywhere with a silhouette of Michael Jordan. Right. Sold that, that for, sold that for like 10 years, made like $100,000 every year for 10 years. And he goes through step by step how these guys come up with a product idea, which is usually just a improvement on something that already exists. They license it and then he contacts the company and they're like, yeah, we'll go with that. And then it's all rather bizarre. But this guy basically does everything for like 60 bucks. And then next thing you know, he's making all this money from it. Wow. Yeah. So you don't need to invent anything. You just come up with a licensing thing. So it's interesting. I I did get a course ages ago um, on licensing and and went through that. It was interesting, but I just, where I was at the time, I didn't think I could uh, do anything. I was just thinking, actually, we're talking about podcasts and stuff and that's all good. But you have failed to mention something that's just happened recently that's reasonably important. Dropfest. Did I not mention it? No. No, you haven't. Okay. And we didn't mention it last because we didn't know last episode. Oh, we didn't. All right. So there we go. Big news. We are in the finals for Tropfest. So it's happening in, at the time of this recording, two weeks, just over yeah, two Yeah, it's weeks. going to happen on the 14th of February. 14th of Feb. Um, yeah, so there are, I don't even know how many finalists. Is it 14 or 16, something like that? I want to say 16. Yeah, 16 finalists. Um, so it's a big deal. Because um, we would expect between 150 and 180 entries. They didn't tell us how many entries, you know, but I, I would expect that would be what it is. Um, and so to be in the top 16 out of that is great. Um, to be in the running for the main prize this year is awesome. It's pretty, pretty good. So the main prize is, because well, there's only really one prize, first prize, is $10,000 cash, which if I think, I don't want to talk out of turn, I think if we get that money, a lot of that will be going into funding our short film, which we're doing this year anyway. Yeah. Um, cool. But also the director, not me, sadly, but the director will get uh, flown out, out to LA and uh, do a, I think it's a five-day workshop, well, three-day workshop, multi-day workshop anyway, with a bunch of writers, directors, and, and that sort of thing over in LA, in Hollywood. And then he gets to pitch a feature film idea to some studios and see if they want to take it up. Pretty cool, pretty that's, cool. That's life-changing shit right there. So a bunch of us are going down for the Tropfest yeah, Festival. Yeah, it's in Taranaki. Yep. It's at um, the Brooklyn's Bowl. So last year there was, I think, between six and 8,000 people in the bowl that's watching cool. the films. It was a great feeling to see your film that you sweated at to, to get up there. Um, to you know, to get it up on the screen and have all these people talk about it afterwards, and the parties afterwards, because dude, this year I'm all into the parties afterwards. Okay, very good. <laughs> yeah, the party afterwards, you know, people are like, oh, you were in part of that film, and da da da. I've got a cameo on this one, so. Well, it's quite funny because all I did with this film is there's a shot of the back of me as an extra in one shot, and I helped out with some of the foley work on the sound. And I've been telling people about this film, and someone said to me the other day, they said, man, you're talking like this film is yours. <laughs> and, you know, when you really, really think something's that awesome and you just back it, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. So, Absolutely. You know. I mean, yeah, and you were a big help, um, you know, um, so that is cool. But that is what it's like. Excuse me. Um, the filmmaking itself, to me, has got to be the biggest or most comprehensive team effort ever. Like, yeah, outside, of, outside of sports, because you can't you know play rugby without a team, 
business always talks about having teams, but really they just have a collection of people that they throw at a problem. They very rarely have I seen an effective team. Whereas a movie, you just cannot make a movie without a really effective team that trust each other, know what the role their role is and the roles for the people beside them. It's it's an amazing thing. So, so, so the really good thing is, if I actually order the correct cable, we will be rec- <laughs> we will be recording some uh, Chris and Sam podcast stuff while we're down there. Yeah, yeah. I so can't guarantee you what that will be or if it will sound any good or who we'll be talking to, but... We're going to give it a go. We're going to bring back some audio. Yeah, yeah. Should be, so, should be fun. so what we might do is uh, we will edit that into a yeah, podcast. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. So we'll say... Hey, you know what I almost did the other day, but no. I got hungry, so I went to the supermarket instead. I didn't have the recorder with me, but I wish I did, but I almost picked up this hitchhiker because I thought it'd be cool to talk to a hitchhiker and record him. He looked, he looked European, Scandinavian or something. I think he was going out to Raglan. But I thought, ah, no, nah, I better get some food instead. <laughs> he might have taken one look at your Sam and gone, no, sorry, I wait for the next car. No, no, I've taken some Alaskans out to Raglan before. They were yeah. happy as. Cool, cool. Yeah, no, I I must say I pick up a few hitchhikers myself. Um, having hitchhiked in uh, you know England and um, and in Spain, uh, yeah, I. Uh, I feel I, I have to do my karmic duty and play your return, part in the universe. Return the favor. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, and there was one other podcast I wanted to mention. Okay. The Tim, Tim Ferriss podcast. I love Tim, Tim Ferriss's stuff. You know that Tim Ferriss. Yeah. Yeah. I'm uh, just trying to think. Tim Ferriss spoke to that guy that you made me listen to in the other podcast the other day. The guy that was talking about um, how technologies jump forward so fast and yep. stuff. Well, he, Tim Ferriss did an interview with that guy. Yeah, I don't. It was just really good. Yeah, um, he helps out with. He put up the SpaceX prize. Peter Diamandis. That's it. There we yeah, go. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, yeah. So uh, Tim Ferriss. I, I like the Four Hour Work Week and you know some of his other books. Um, I've got them all. I haven't read them all, which is unusual for me. But yeah, to be fair, Tim's books are a little heavy to read i think i find all oh, right no, i haven't um, read any of his yeah but oh the four hour work week i think anyone can read and it's easy and it's worth it definitely worth uh gives you a different mindset on things um but the four hour body is a lot that was a hard one to get through and the four hour chef his latest book i bought it <laughs> um like at when it launched and i haven't read it money well spent <laughs> <laughs> I will. I, I will get there. I will read it. It's all good. So, um, yeah, so I don't know. What podcasts do you guys like? Leave a comment. And yeah, if you know what, of any good podcasts that you listen yeah. to, let us know. I, I mean, I've been talking about all the international ones. Of course, we do have some local homegrown ones here too that we uh, we, we listen in on uh, from time to time. So that includes, obviously, the Podfellas uh, various cast, uh, podcasts because they have a few um, Neil Before Pod with uh, my friend Sasha. Um, and also the other one is um, Fid Stuff. Hashtag me. Hashtag me. Hashtag me. Which is a collection. It's a collection of podcasts as well. So, um, yeah, check those guys out uh, for, for the New Zealand ones. That's There's actually um, another one I came across, and I didn't realize it was a uh, pretty certain it's from Kiwis, but I heard about it. Um, it's called... Hang on, I don't know if you've ever heard of this. I might listen to it, but I don't know. Uh, hold on a sec, hold on a sec. The suspense is building. Yeah, yeah, and sorry. Building. The worst and idea of all time is pure podcast. Uh, so these guys, 
watch Grown Ups 2 once a week, every week for a year, and talk about it every week. What the? Yeah. So what? It's, so it's one of the worst rated what? films. Like, it's one of the worst rated uh, current films. And these guys, I checked them out on iTunes, and I think they're up to week 42. And I think it's slowly making them go insane. But every week, they got to watch this movie. They came up with it. So it's Jeremy Wells and Mike no, 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 no. No, you're reading the wrong part. Oh, okay. It's these two random guys. Right. Guy Montgomery and Tim Bat. Ah. Tim Bat looks familiar. Why do I know that face? Don't know. Anyway. Okay. That might be something you want to check out. Yeah, no. It looks like a movie type dude or something. Okay. Okay. All right. So um, I think that's pretty much us. That is us. So All right. So if you want to win uh, tickets... Uh, leave us a comment on something. Urge. I mean, coffees from Urge. Uh, yeah. Leave us a comment. Uh, you can do so either on the Chris and... Po- San- rewind. The Chris and Sam podcast.com or... Facebook.com forward slash the Chris and Sam podcast. Or on Twitter, you can uh, at us with the, um, the Chris, and Sam, the Chris pod. and Sam pod. I was getting there. Yeah, you're getting there. <laughs> okay, so until next time, make sure you leave a comment, get in to win that coffee. Um, if there's anything else you want us to cover, anything you want us not to cover, did I slap the couch too much and make too much noise so that um, he's going to be having trouble editing it, let us know. You know, if you go, yeah, can we get somebody else in the Chris and Sam's podcast and call it something else in Sam podcast? Let us know. All right. Look forward to seeing you next time. Bye. Bye. Hope you enjoy the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friend.